Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Gappers, gappers, gappers. Welcome to the first show in November. You're gapers. gapers. That's what our fans are. I like gappers better. Sounds like they're achieving more. Also not gay. Also. Oh, well, well we don't really care if they're gay, Doug. That wasn't, yeah. That was low. I know, that's why I'm It's here. November. This is really not the time to say such things. <laughs> the holiday season is upon us, Doug. <laughs> uh, two months where we're all nice to each other, okay? Starting now! Okay, starting now. Horse, yes. Now. Right meow. Meow. Right meow. We're right meow. We're nice, okay? Trying to stay on the good list. One mm. month. No. No. What are you drinking there? Ryan's got coffee. It's tonight. in a Broncos mug. Broncos mug AFC Championship from last year. Um, Doug's got. I'm drinking All American Small Town Agua. Dude, some of All the best American. tap water in the country comes right out of this town. Right here. Straight from Turquoise Lake. That's right. Some of the best there is. I'm about to drink some water and a shooter of Jim Beam. It's going to be a good time. Whiskey and some water. I'll have My water and whiskey. Eye. Hold the water. So just a whiskey. Water. Yes. Try to walk straight line. And sour mash and cheap wine. See, we could no, we couldn't. Thinking out loud. Man, we got thinking in my head. Thinking about other things. Good things to talk about with the five people who are going to listen to this show ever. Okay. Well, what do you want to you start guys with, are going to be mind blown. Blown. Mind. Well, I hope your brains bring a condom, because I have a dirty mind. I'm mind-fucking the shit out of you right now. <laughs> so the Broncos had a great double-digit victory. When? Right? A couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, Ryan, they didn't have a victory at all of any oh. kind. No victory, no matter how many points were were uh, thought of winning on the Broncos' favor. Uh, that didn't happen at all. No. No. No, it didn't. See, Gonzo can admit when he's wrong, Doug. Okay. What, what can I say? I mean, you, you go in with, with better hopes of, of, of a game. You expect to show up and play a little bit better. Things don't go your way. It starts to turn. You're playing in New England against Tom Brady and the Patriots in Foxborough. It's not like people just go in there and win all the time, so... How many times has Brady well, had to play Manning at Foxborough? Thirteen it's, times in the sixteen matchups that they've had. Brady's in Foxborough. There's or uh, Manning in Foxborough against Brady. Enough said. I mean, that speaks for itself. If I really had to explain any bit more, go on our fucking site and ask a question, and I'll have Doug come up there and hit you with a fucking tack hammer because you're a moron. I got a tack hammer. He's Doug with a tack hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I got an email. <laughs> I didn't know if it was my bracelet. <laughs> so, but no, um, we we didn't we didn't play very well. We didn't run the ball for shit. O line looked spotty. Peyton looked uncomfortable. Um, one pick was clearly his bad throw. 
terrible. He missed decision. a read and made a bad throw right to the guy. And the other one was obviously Wes Welker's. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, it, I find it strange that a guy that's made his living taking hits and making plays like that would would really do that. The reason he got hit so hard and the reason it was worse was because he dropped the ball. If he'd have caught the ball, he'd have hitched and got lower like he always does, and it would have been just fine. No injury to the back, at least. I know that. He probably had at least rolled up a little bit. The the This is nitpicking, and this is saying like what happened. But this happened during the fucking game. The punt return was was illegal. There was at least two blocking the backs that I saw, that, and I've heard of three, but I saw two. And I'm watching it with you, and like um, that was completely illegal. That's deflating on the road. It's it's a it's a big it's a loss. It looks ugly. I wouldn't say that it's bigger than it than it, than it looks or less than it looks. It's about right where it's at, but it's going against a good team on their home field and having shit just not go your way. Whether it's you not com- completing the plays, you being at fault, plenty of that, but also just circumstances where it just wasn't your your day. See, I feel like. Denver's still the better team. I don't feel not as freaked out. Not by much. Out. I don't feel as I'm freaked not out as, as other I'm not. I'm not as freaked out by the loss as I thought I would be. But nah. To be honest with you, they were playing, you know, increasingly better football, the Patriots. Broncos have been steady. We've pretty played steady better. playing. We've played better. We've played better games. We definitely have played Defensively, better. we have improved game-wise and stuff like that. That's something that didn't show in this game. Our defense was not better this game. Our no. defense was kind of... Couldn't get to Brady at all. Couldn't get to Brady. I thought that was something we had, and we did not get to him. It seems like they had... The one sack was more of a coverage too. sack than a pressure sack, And it sack happened too. in the first quarter, on within so, the first two drives. It really doesn't mean much after about 30 minutes. That sack's gone. The, the game's moved on. There was... Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm not flipped out. We lost last year in a worse way, I think. Honestly, if you have a 24-point lead... And end up losing by double digits or right around that uh, seven points. It um, that's a huge loss. And we came back and, and played well. We're gonna play well in the second half. We're gonna we're gonna play well. Our defense is gonna be better. They played good every game up until that game. Couldn't get to Brady. I don't know what to say. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Necessarily, I don't know if anything necessarily was wrong. Always flying west to east is always harder, I think, than most teams that have to fly east to west. Just because a schedule, if your schedule, if my schedule is going to get screwed up and I'm going to get jet jet lag, I'd rather it be more from going than less having time. more time to kind of screw around than less time. Mm-hmm. It's it's chilling when you, you know it's kind of it's kind of like we said. It's only five o'clock. It's not seven. You're like like they gotta wake up man. like the equivalent of like basically how their body feels like seven o'clock in the morning for them is kind of how it feels, as opposed to game days at home where they literally can wake up as their bomb goes off before, the, as usual. Well, this is the end. My Somebody face. call McGruber. <laughs> but, uh, I I feel like you know I the Broncos never really play well going to the East Coast. No, so, never, never have. Um, I this, feel like on a neutral field or at home, we could easily take them. We have... Okay, I won't say easily. I'm going to take that back because they're playing very well, so I'm not going to take anything from the Patriots. But I think going ahead, going forward, the Broncos, we've talked about this. Maybe some people have noticed some. I noticed have not. They just want to rah-rah the Patriots all day. 
Patriots are going into their hardest part of the schedule. Period. And they're actually playing probably one of the toughest ends of their schedule, of anybody's schedule, aside from, say, the Raiders, Mm -hmm. who I heard the remainder of their schedule, they have maybe two winnable games left on their schedule. And when we say winnable for them, it's a different thing. Winnable meaning, like, you know, maybe the other team doesn't fucking show up, you know? Maybe Ryan Tannehill goes Ryan Tannehill for just a minute and right. forgets that he's been playing well. Or maybe well, Kyle Orton. The know, Broncos are definitely in the better part of their schedule. Kyle. There's teams that are better than you thought they'd be that they have to play, but on the grand scheme of things, it's not too worried. About I think it. we can still beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are a very beatable team. I think At uh, home, absolutely. San Diego Chargers. Their house. Very beatable team. I, well, I, I think I think they're they've worse. been exposed. They got exposed because the injuries caught up to them. The mm-hmm. depth chart catches up at some point. It's not going to stay like that. You guys have injuries at certain positions that you're trying to exploit because you want you need your running game. You have to have your running game, and it's not working for you. Not happening. You have injuries within your fucking linebacker core. It's not happening for you guys. It's obvious they've been exposed in that fact that they don't have the talent. So I'm I'm a lot less worried about going to San Diego than I would be had it been last year's. San Diego team. That was a better team. They were healthier. This year, even with Matthews out, they had a healthier team. I'm, 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 I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about going to Oakland. Or, no, Oakland comes here after this game because we, we go to Oakland now, but then we have them back at home. We, we have a couple good games. They get a, we get a, we get a cap off their 0-16 season, I hope. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. We'll touch on that in a little bit, but that should be, I'm thinking 45-20, 45-17, 45. We're scoring points. We're putting points up. We're putting them up. We're going to go for the fucking neck. And that, there's no doubt about that. We can do it on this team. We, we, that might even be an over I think the worst the thing that could have happened for the Raiders, the Raiders score, this Our defense might come out and actually have their first type of shutout on the Raiders. It's very possible. I, I think I think the worst thing that could have happened for the Raiders is the Broncos getting their asses handed to them. Going to play up, yeah. I think that's very not good because Peyton Manning usually plays really well after he gets spanked. So, mm-hmm. And he proves it every single year. <laughs> not to put any kind of jinx out there on anything, but it is the perfect place to go play. And I don't feel like I put a jinx on that because it is Oakland. I mean, this is, it's Oakland. This is what they've been historically. like. When you go 11 plus years of shit like this and you're in the 12th year and it's the worst season you've ever had in the history of your football team, you like the new low is profound with all those free agents and all that money tied up in those guys. This is the low of a low that we've never seen as Raiders. We, we were Raider talking, we were talking about that. it before um, the offseason this year that you know we thought... The Raiders are going to be a team to actually watch out for because of how much salary cap space they should have had. I thought their moves were going to be so much they better had, than they were. Like, they, had, they had money to overpay. They really did. They had the money to overpay a lot of guys, and they didn't. They, didn't, they were like, well, we're not going to overpay for people. Well, that's stupid because you might have to when you don't have any talent and and they 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 paid for the guys that it it, like when you think when you look back on it now just from knowing what we've known from this season it's like they gave they were able to sign the guys who wanted to just get signed i don't know if i'm wording that correctly but these were guys who were just like yeah 
pay us. We'll come play for you. And that guy's to come actually fix the football team. They couldn't get those guys. I don't think those guys want to come to Oakland. I don't think those guys want to be part of the facilities. I don't think they want to be anywhere around that. That's why, side note, not side note, segue, the all-new Oakland officials went down and talked to San Antonio today. And it's all about what San Antonio has to offer as far as amenities, as far as a stadium, as far as, you know, state-of-the-art everything, everything, everything. That's This is going to happen. This is the second time that it's come up in a rumor time, and this time... Uh, they, they, they pounded off as there was another reason they went there. Someone was getting into the Hall of Fame of, of some kind, like a local Hall of Fame. So they were there, one of their players was. And this time it was, no, we went to go listen to what they have for us. I guarantee you San Antonio has the state-of-the-art shit that you want, period, for a football let, team Let right me now. tell you how much more obnoxious Raider Nation is going to get if it goes to San Antonio. There's going to be haters. It's going to be both sides of obnoxiousness, but go ahead. I, I, I here's here's how I see this, either because Raider fans for the most part are just Raider fans. They're nationwide. They could give a fuck if they're in L.A. or Oakland. So I think most Raider fans are going to remain Raider fans. They're not going to give a shit. They might lose some fans in Oakland. Those guys will, think those guys will end up becoming 49er fans. I think, but I think you're underestimating the whole moving it from California to Texas. Like taking it out of California. No 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 no. It's completely not. different than going from Oakland to Los Angeles. No, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying that Raider fans, I think, are just going to... If they've stuck with a shitty team for the last almost two decades, I think they're just that in love with them. So I think I think for the most part, that's what I'm trying to say, is they will keep most of their fan base. The only fan base I see them that I see them losing is their Oakland fan base. Like, maybe half who become 49er fans because they don't have football to watch now. But... They'll probably become whatever L.A. team goes down to L.A. and plays in L.A. Because that's going to happen, too. But seems it's like going to reach moving. a whole new seems level like of obnoxious when like you start to hit, when you hit San Antonio. Because those people will be like, yeah, suddenly we're Raider fans. You know, of course, they go from Cowboy fans to Raider fans because that's their team now. Well, but, they, but that's different. Don't hate on the fans that I'm get, not a, hitting on them get a home football team. Well, that's not sounded derogatory as shit. All of a sudden, they're not Cowboy fans anymore. Well, it's because they got a home team, Ryan. That's, that's, don't give them shit because they get a team. That's who I never hate on is the one that receives the team. Those guys are just wanting one. So let them roll with it. I suppose. I guess if I was a Bronco fan, I wouldn't be a Bronco fan anymore if they moved. I, I, it's inconceivable to me. But it's inconceivable like thinking the Raiders get out of California. That seems so unreal to me. They're, they're very California. Like that whole time. I feel like really this is. I, I feel like I feel big. like to be honest with you, them going to San Antonio is just their way of making LA make their offer better for them to go back to LA. Well, the, it is, but this is also That's like what I think I completely agree to an extent, except for the fact that this is Texas and how serious that Texas takes football. So when they approach you, they're probably coming with the best offer that you're going to get. What what I think it what I think it'll really <sighs> do is just show the lack of enthusiasm that L.A. has had for trying to get a fucking football team. Because if there's a, a town that should have had an easy time getting a fucking football team if they wanted one, it's L.A. They should, even well, when they even when they lost it, all they have to do is just say, well, we're L.A., we'll build a stadium, boom, it's up in six months, stadium built. 
We'll have fans. We don't really have fans selling out all the time. Just give us the fucking team. L.A. should have been able to get a team right away. They just didn't care. That's all I'm saying. Because the NFL wants to give them a team. And they have they slacked. They want a team in L.A. They, they do. The NFL does. And the L.A. has slacked their ass through it so much, not really caring whether they get a team or not. Not being vocal about it. Being underhanded. Being quiet. Not talking about anything. Building a stadium here and then this part of L.A. and this part and all those contracts shutting down and none of those stadiums getting built. The NFL wants them to have them, but I don't know if L.A. really wants to have a football team. Well, we talked about this before, too. We said, look, at they're, they're pretty much nothing but fair-weather fans. Even the goddamn Lakers, who are the crown of the fucking town, they can't get people to show up if they're not winning. They don't give a shit about any team that isn't winning. So maybe they don't go to L.A., but I think it's what the Raiders. I think it's what the Raiders organization wants. I think most of those guys enjoy being. I think they want to in stay in California. Era. I think they totally want to stay in California. I think, I think so. this to me, the move to look at Austin is not just San Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, the move for San Antonio isn't just, you know, it's posturing. Lovely. I think it's still. I think it's still possible, but I think it's a little bit of a posture. It's a little bit of them going, hey. We can go somewhere else. Other people want us. You know, kind of more putting it, putting the ball back into the city of L.A.'s court going, look, make How? us a real serious offer so we can move our team here. They, they play in Oakland Coliseum right now. They obviously don't give a shit what facilities are. But I don't they're think not they gonna, care. They're not going to just, like, that's the thing. Like, they, they want a stadium, and L.A. has shown that. That whole, like, indifferent attitude. That's why... I don't really know if it matters what they come back to L.A. with. Like, what do these guys want to do? The L.A. be like, fuck you. Go play there then. Type of deal, you know? They're We're still going to We'll get the Rams back. we L.A. Like, I don't think you're getting the Rams back. Well, I, I don't Lewis think they want football. They don't want a football team. The NFL wants them to have a football team more than the fucking Los Angeles town. The, that, that, not the, the whole metro, but Los Angeles County... That they don't want a fucking football team. They don't give a fuck. It's just insane. It's crazy. You wouldn't want a professional and if fucking London wants a team. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants them to have a team, so at least that won't happen. But this is like this is ridiculous. Like it, honestly, like it, it blows my mind to have Oakland leave, but that's where they should go. Like I'm okay, I hate this franchise. I hate them, but I have this kind of like you know, Machiavellian like Bring my enemy up so we can smash him the fuck down harder, you know, type deal. Get them somewhere where they can go be a good fucking football team. Get them somewhere they can go build themselves up and do their thing. And then actually become Raiders fucking football. That type of shit. That's what I want. Them play them. It's a lot better. It's fun to make fun of them for being fucking this sorry for these last... You know, twelve years, but when they're a better team, it's a it's a funner experience to beat them. It is. So that's where they should go. L.A. No, L.A. I'll, I'll admit it's it's much more entertaining to beat them when they're good, because I like seeing Raider fans get happy knowing that they're thinking they're going to win, and then watching their sad, disappointed little faces. That's a good. Thing. But at the same time, every time they're sad, it's when their team loses and. The, the reason Manning that, hasn't lost to him yet. So. No, no, never has. <laughs> and watching him lose two times to Tim Tebow is hilarious. Pretty damn funny. 
The reason that they never that they went back to Oakland and it worked was because Oakland didn't want to lose the team when they went to LA. So when they come back to Oakland, people show up and it's they're happy to have their team back. There's always going to be that part of it, but that shit's done. Oakland's done. They don't have it anymore. They don't have their, their government is shot. There's nothing local there for them not to do shit. That town sucks. That yeah. stadium is scary looking. There's like swap meets all around it the whole time. It's fucking weird, dude. It's like shanty towns with. I don't Mexican think I think I well I mean I, they were the team that was you know out of 87 players I believe good what it was like 40 of them said they would have to get double what they're making to go play in Oakland mm-hmm. which is hilarious to me <laughs> so put them in Texas put that money behind it put them Put that deal. I, I once again and see I, if they can build something there. I think it's just them trying to make make LA bump an offer up that they didn't like just a little bit more. And I think, I think they, they really just want to stay in California. And I think LA doesn't give a fuck, and they've shown it. High fives. Oh well, I think I had I did these ones today. I I figured these ones out. I decided what the high fives and top fives were going to be today. Dropping bombs. Boom. You can insert a bomb dropping. I was hoping that's what that was for. Right. Sure. (laughs) In the ready to drop bomb. It's not hard to rap. You don't have to do like, you know, racist Asian rap. You can just do rap. What? So good. What I said, you don't have to do racist Asian rap. Just do regular rap. I was... Mid-season highlights. Epic rap battles. Hysteria. Oh, dude. There's a lot more of those that they... They put out since we... uh, Yes. Fell down that YouTube hole. Many, many more since we watched that for about two hours. The last one I watched was the Ninja Turtles versus the Renaissance Painters. (laughs) I remember watching that with you. Hmm? That was funny. Okay, well, you want to go first, Ryan, or do Fuck you know? He doesn't even have a list, ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't even think of any. Oh, what's this? I have like? a handful of plays that I could even think about. You caught me off guard on this one. Well, you went to sleep. Well, I had a headache. He was tired, ladies and gentlemen, which is fine. It's no problem. Brain banana. But there wasn't a whole lot of thought behind Your, this one. What did you just say? My brain banana. Your brain is a banana? Your banana brain. Number five. Number five. Dallas Cowboys going to Seattle and beating Seattle. That was big for the whole league. They're five and three. Seattle's like, you know, back to going to make the playoffs, but they're certainly not invincible anymore. And if I mean, you even the Broncos bleed. Even the Broncos tying that thing that came to overtime in Seattle and then having a team like Dallas who's, you know, on the verge of not making the playoffs, in my opinion, pretty quickly, going in there and beating them just kind of took the It's like when it's like when Rocky punches Ivan Drago in part four and he bleeds and he's like, he's human! He's just a man! You know, and then Paulo's manager's all just screaming at him, he's just a man! He's like, ah! And this is, it's a big one. It's just a big one. I, I liked that game. It was a, the signal to a lot of the league. Number four, personal favorite, DT dismantles the Cardinals in week four. Uh, 226 yards, two touchdowns, explosiveness, just... Uh, uh, the touchdown passes weren't the only thing that he did that was awesome in that game as far as just yards out of the catch. It was great. 
DT's back, best receiver in the league. Um, certainly one of the top three. Uh, number three, ho ho. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm not gonna go with the Browns. I'm gonna go with Brian Hoyer. I'm gonna put him there because side story to it is how much I don't like Johnny Manziel and and don't think he should be playing right now. And he's not playing. And and this dude's got his team at six and three right now. There's a very real possibility they go seven and nine, six and ten, or whatever. I mean, they could still come back down to reality. But right now, first half of the season, going six and three, and Hoyer keeping. Even I was I was a Hoyer guy, and I thought by week four or five they'd have Manziel in. But he's done it different. Definitely thought there'd be some screaming for him by now, but there's not. There really isn't any at all, and I'm surprised by that. It's, I think that's huge. I, I really do. Uh, good for Cleveland. Um, Knowing if, that the better guy is already on the field. And it's not like a, a controversy for them. It's not another thing they have to deal with. It's just knowing that the better guy is. It's like, the, hey, the better guy is already on the field. They know it now. He, he, you know how much better he looked than Andy Dalton? It was like... It was like Fuck, dude. Like, Guns N' Roses' first year compared to Guns N' Roses' third year. Just doesn't make any sense, dude. Just a much, much better fucking team. For those of you that don't understand the comparison... Check out Guns N' Roses' first year of recording compared to their third year, which would be Appetite. One of the best-selling records of all time. Okay. (laughs) That's... My... He got off a tangent, Doug. He's reading a book. He's having a good time. Number two. Oh, that is so... Unprofessional, but I gotta stop. That sounded like stars for your whole life. It's like a swipe. That sounded like Twinker Bell queefed. What the fuck is wrong with your phone? Twinker Bell queefed. He'd be the guy going to Kansas City queefs. The queefs. Oh god, you gotta get on that rant. Oakland Gators. Like alligators? No, like insinuating gay homosexual activity. Like gapers? Gappers. Oh. Number two, yeah, obviously, you want to it was it was fun to watch. We're not a huge part of it, but as far as being Bronco fans and having this guy on our team for the last three years and him breaking records the whole time, seven Peyton Manning break the touchdown record um, in a pretty flawless game. Some of the best throws that he made, some of the just nicest looking stuff. It was it was vintage Peyton Manning, beautiful throws, good stuff. Number one. <laughs> I got two kind of combined here. Raiders are winless. <laughs> they're, they're the worst they've been, as I alluded to earlier. I just want to reiterate that. They have not ever been this bad. Ever. This is the worst they've ever been, as far as record goes. And I think that that is fucking awesome, but it's also tragic at the same time. So it's a big story. That's why the move is huge. And the second part of that one for me as well is the demise of the Cowboys, which is only two games into it, but it's happening. It's happening. It's totally happening. They lost to fucking... Oh, man, they, they lost to the... Redskins. Ah, the Redskins, and then they lost to Arizona. Racist. Who's a better team? But yeah, the, the racist Native American name. Beat the Cowboys! Uh, they're they're two games That's into not that. How history and it's, happened. it's it's not just the just the losses, it's the way the losses happened, it's the debacle with the two minute warning when he got injured and everything else that's gone about the cowboy way, which we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. I think it's gonna be a bigger story. It's gonna come even worse. Jason Garrett's gonna get fired even harder. Um which I don't know how you, I 
when I say harder, it's going to be more humiliating, I guess. It's going to be something to that effect, because we'll talk about it, but I, I already, I'm, I'm not convinced they play well in this game at all. Uh, this week at all, but that's another that's another time. Did you did you want to just move move through? Yeah, let's just go on through it because I don't know that I would come up with anything different. Oh, okay. Because I I was thinking of I thought you meant like moments as in plays. That's the kind of highlights I thought you meant. I mean, that's what I was pretty like. much moments. I mean, just otherwise, a... my number one is Peyton Manning. Breaking the touchdown record. That's not a moment when he broke the touchdown record? I'm saying that's my number this one. This is number one. Oh, it's but you said you didn't have any. moment, if you wanted to call it that, I guess. I okay. Confused. I thought, I thought I you didn't have plays. any other, but that's fine. Because I was looking for plays. I was like, I don't know. Does Brian catching that five-yard touchdown pass was pretty rad, but I don't know if that's a top five thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, fine. Doug, bring us into the next one, please. Uh, once again, uh, something Gonzo brought to the table was uh, top five songs sung by Ozzy in honor of <laughs> the next season of the Osbournes, which apparently is happening. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. It, it was blown away. I don't. We. I. I. I posited the question to you was like to bring him back to relevance. <laughs> And we didn't have an answer. I don't know. They, they just put out another documentary on him. They're like releasing everything they can on this guy. It's Before he dies. Maybe it's... Or while he's still making sense. Exactly what I children was going to say. He's gonna, dude, his, his son owns a record label that like makes money. <laughs> to pay for his lupus treatments or whatever the fuck he's got. Yeah, we're going to delve into that, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Ozzy songs sung by Ozzy. Am I going first? I'm not going first. Ryan should go first since he didn't have a top five on the last one. Yeah, totally. Well, I admitted prior to Gonzo that my list isn't going to be as awesome as his list because he's our virtuoso, if you will, our Aussie file. He's our hard rock metal file. Well, it is one. It is one. It is. It is his forte. And I'd say that Doug is pretty, pretty uh, virtuosic within the metal realm of all. Yes. Sort of. On different levels, though. Yeah. Different. You're he, different. You can't get along in a seven dust concert. Not as well as I can. No, God, no, can I not? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Not even close. Uh, number five. They're the, Blink they're the Blink-182 of metal. Oh, that's so disrespectful. No, it's really not. Oh the Blink-182? Absolutely. I'm going to smack you in the face. Since seven dust is the Blink-182 of metal. Oh, cunt. What? I'm going to fight you. Fuck you. Take a time out and beat the shit out of you this guy. You disrespect my shit all the time. <laughs> You're disrespecting me. But I come, but I come from the school of like, of, of like death metal and thrash. Like, I, I don't think... Yes, I know. That means you're like a stuck-up, snobby fuck when it comes to metal. Who like thinks anything that has any, any aspect of commercialability attached to it has no value. And if it's not just a bunch of technical shit with a whole bunch of... It's not good. I know metalheads. I get it. And some of us are hipster metalheads. I know. The other ones, like who listened, like, what's the name of the band? To be eaten alive by the dead of the south. Like, I'm okay. pretty sure that's a real band. 
It probably is. I know to be eaten. Because, well, because it's like there's this whole thing about like, <laughs> metal bands like went from like, what's the most disgusting one word thing you can call your band? They're like, abortion cock. And you're like, yeah. And, and now it's like, it. well, now it's like the longest, yeah. most fucking, it's like, you will know us by the trail of our dead because we love your mother or whatever the fuck. Basically, that. you can't fit it on the bass drum. No, and it has yeah, to be yeah, the letters, and it, has, and, it, and it has to be, and it has to be as cleanly written as possible because then you can't fit it on the bass drum, which goes against everything I know of metal. If you can't read that logo, if you can't read the band's name, that band kicks ass. See, different style, and it's like you know, there's there's one snob, and there's another. There's the snob who blindly thinks that shit is good, and there's me. Who knows good metal? What he just said is you are blind. <laughs> Number five. And while listening to Seven Dust, I wish I was deaf. Balls. Number five. Cephalic Carnage is cool because those guys are cool. Um, they're cool. They're, they're fucking badass, dude. Big ass potheads. They're fucking great. Love them. I will let Gonzo destroy my list and that's fine. Number five, Suicide Solution. Oh, well. Number four. It's a great fucking song. <laughs> He's all, well, how do you destroy you. that? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think my top five is awful because I don't think it, you know, some people are going to be like, eh, fucking don't like this. Number four, Shot in the Dark. Number three, Word. Bark at the song. Moon. Word. Number two, Mama, I'm coming home. <laughs> I love that jam. And number one, exactly. Crazy Train. Crazy Train? Well, uh, there it goes there. I, I it goes there. Love the riff. I'm sorry. It's the best riff in metal like history, especially like within the beginning of the '80s thrash movement. It was not the like beginning of it. It was like right. The, like, I wasn't gonna argue with you. Don't the I? second albums were coming out for those thrash metal bands was when he did Crazy Train on that that record and that rec that fucking that's uh that's epic, dude. That's every bit as epic as a. One of the big fours, whether it's Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Absolutely. or Anthrax. It's just a, Randy Rose was tight, dude. Goddamn damn right he was. Good call. Yeah, uh, it was really hard not to go by uh, by guitarist at some point on this one. I know you said Ozzy, but it was like, I'm looking at my list going, okay, that was Jake E. Lee, that was yeah, you know, yeah. this first. And it's, it's a little hard because I'm kind of going... My first thought was this could completely be a guitarist of Ozzy's list <laughs> it would almost totally be just take the list different, and go, yeah Ozzy was there singing and whatnot. <laughs> using but. a teleprompter but let's talk about Tony Iommi and you know yeah. fucking and Wild and, and Rose yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah Ozzy was Jake there anyway because Jake E. Lee still Jake has e. the best solo the best solo of all time it's right under there. Ozzy it's right there and that's my number five if I can jump in I do go have, ahead I do go, have, go ahead go ahead I do have I, I want to I go do ahead. have an honorable mention and it may not be Purely representative of Ozzy, but it was one of my favorite songs um, that he was a part of. I always maintained that I'd never heard a cover of it uh, that I either liked, and I wanted to do one, uh, but Fairies Wear Boots. I love that I thought it was a fun one. Yeah, um, but the uh, the greatest Jake E. Lee solo uh, in any Ozzy song, that's, that's, that's a the fun list. metal song. But you Bark at the Moon. Dude, um, that's, that's the jam, dude. And I just love that the whole thing was based on a, like, a dirty joke. You know, eat shit and bark at the moon, and it just turned into a goddamn werewolf video. 
Um, where a song, where a video, just yeah. perfect setup for a whole album. I mean, it just made Ozzy look like one of those walk around Muppets, like Sweetums. But <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? Um, number four, War Pigs. Fuck it, man. Um, once again, I think we all know uh, Ryan and Gonzo do know that um, I go more by lyrics than by music in terms of what I listen to. So you're gonna see that in this list. Um, number three, NIB, Nativity in Black. Good one. Uh, number two, Spiral Architect. And That's number obscure as shit. Is that, was that a compliment or an insult? That was a compliment, okay. yeah. Uh, not, not a normal song. And number one, which I actually had a band that did a cover of this, and I still love it to this day, Diary of a Madman. Mm. Good list, Doug. I think you have my list beat because I, I really just went with the. Holy shit, that's the first time. I, I, and let I, me hold on. The first time in 61 episodes, you, you went, he admits he loses ah, on a list. You went deeper cuts, dude. Um, deeper than I did. Well, I just, I'm a metal snob. I haven't had those CDs in so long. I forgot some of those songs. Like not not NIB, not not the the Sabbath ones. I just didn't put Sabbath on there too much, but. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I'm a bigger Sabbath fan than I am of Ozzy on his own. Um, I, I, in terms I like of both Ozzy. equally for different reasons, but that's another conversation yeah. for another time. Uh, number five is War Pigs because of the lyrics. That song blew me away when I first like. You know when you hear a song back in the when we grew up, headphones were huge. It wasn't the technology of the headphones. It was listening to. Oh, you mean literally it. huge? No, just, all, <laughs> just good one. Just, Which they were. Just listening to to a song with headphones on, at least to me, was big because you got to capture every bit of the song and just. That was the first time I was like, "Damn, this song's fucking old as shit," and he's talking about like all this stuff that other people are talking about right now, and it was happening back then. It was a mind trip, just how evil they thought everybody was at that point too. Suicide Solution, because it is the song. It's the controversial song. It's the one that. He almost got sued with. I mean, that's that's the track, the one that they said that he'd get the gun, shoot, shoot, shoot in the background that you're supposedly to hear. Which I've heard that song a million times, and I never heard that shit once. I've never killed myself playing D and D. Yeah, I never did any of that. It's a song about Bon Scott. It's about him drinking himself to death. That's what that's what Ozzy said. He says a lot of things. Could be bullshit. Don't know. Number three, Sweet Leaf. <laughs> Fucking love Sweet, Sweet Leaf. Leaf. Who knows? Sweet Leaf is a jam, dude. Oh, I forgot about Sweet Leaf. Fucking jam, dude. Old school. I uh, love tea leaves. About some of my favorite stuff in the world, um, and just just uh, just a good fucking groove. Leaves. Need to. Uh, number two. Nazi war criminal. <laughs> number two. Personal favorite. One of my favorite guitar solos ever. Mama, I'm coming home. But but uh, solo Ozzy on No More Tears, dude. That's that's right. When we were we were young when that came out. That was still epic, Ozzy. And it's Zach Wild, and it's young Zach Wild, no beard, just hair. When he was a Randy Rhodes clone. He looked like a Randy Rhodes. He, he really kind of did. Not with mm-hmm. his hair wasn't curly and bushy like the style was. Back no, but then. when they were like inter, when they were yeah. like auditioning, they said they were like, he looks like Randy Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, long blonde like hair, him. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Thin as a rail, not anymore. Totally. He's 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 a big dude now. He he intimidated the shit out of me um, when I was working side stage for his show. I had a couple of buddies that worked at the venue. That were off that night, but wanted to come hang out. And their metal heads. It was Will and his homeboy, and they were standing there on the stairs when 
the door opened and like he came through and like the first thing that I saw, like I'm at the side door on stage right of the Ogden Theater. He walks in and there's the biggest right arm that I've really seen in mm-hmm. front of me in a I don't know whenever, dude. And it's Zach Wow. He just looks at me and like he says something to a manager under his breath and dude says, Get those guys out the stairs right now. He's like, Get out the stairs. And he went on We're stage. Stick his beard on you. Something. He went on stage and they had a tarp in front of him, so he was just sitting in a chair. And it was like, you know, they're going to do a spotlight and silhouette him when when they started the show. And he was just staring at me. He was like, turned his head to the right and just looked at me. And like, whether he was doing his own ritual that he usually does, it certainly felt like he was looking at me like he was pissed at me. Was this for BLS? What's that? BLS? Uh, Yes, Black Label Society. Ogden Theater, uh, probably about five years ago. Crazy shit, uh, but amazing guitar player. And number one, easy, dude. Just a great metal song, dude. I don't give a fuck about like the whole early 80s stigma that Ozzy gets. Bark at the Moon is such an amazing fucking metal song, dude. Such an amazing guitar solo. And it's a it's a song about a werewolf, man. Just a, a werewolf. That's that's amazing. Like, he, that's, I, I thought so cool. Weird, the video's all like... British, they're all wearing, mm-hmm. you know, pirate shirts from Seinfeld and shit, like running through. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of dry ice smoke. <laughs> yeah, lots of that, lots mm-hmm. and lots and lots of that. And, mm-hmm. But his his uh, werewolf, I guess, was interesting to say the least. <laughs> Walked around up it, and you could tell that like they had like just stuck sticks and like brown astroturf, as totally. opposed to like a hillside. Like it was, totally. it was like. The production quality of like my stepmother's a werewolf, like the only thing that could have made Ozzy's werewolf that much worse was like if you saw a zipper on his back. And just just such a not hard... that I'm knocking the '80s by any means, because that's it's like what are you gonna do? That's that's what they did, and that's what they got away with. And they were that big thriller the hadn't happened yet, or had it? I don't think so. Because that really set, look like that it. really set the bench for. Well, that changed the game completely. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt about that. Also zombies. Uh, yeah. And also, what, another one that did, um, Money for Nothing, the Dire Straits video. The second song they played on MTV? No. Hmm? Not at all. What was the second song? The first one is a video called The Radio Star. Yeah. The, no, definitely not that. Definitely not that. Can't wait to get proved wrong. Let's go into picks. Um, go ahead and talk a little bit about last night, the whole Cleveland thing. Brian Hoyer looked good. The defense looked good. The running game looked good. Uh, receivers made plays when they were called upon for the most part. Hoyer didn't have the ball float all over the place in the wind that seemed so prevalent to the, everyone there, especially Phil Sims, Andy. Andy he sounded like a ooh. goddamn Andy Dalton apologist. Yes, he, he did. like... It's like he was backing him up huge and was trying to explain himself to other people. Andy huh. Dalton, was I wrong? No. Andy. No, we were. We were. <laughs> Pat Benatar, you better run. Okay, cool. That makes a lot more sense with the video timing. <laughs> but still, I mean, now I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow, I would have not have guessed Pat Benatar. Me neither. But we we both picked Cincy, and uh, 
since I you changed your mind like into the first quarter, but I didn't change. You don't my get mind. to change your mind. You said, so. We said all the same things. He's being a dick. That wasn't because <laughs> that's not at all what happened. <laughs> well, I would say it is a little bit what happened, well, but we, all, we, all we both felt like we didn't want to pick the Bengals anymore after the first quarter. But we so. were like, damn, both of us, all of us. My brother was here. We should have picked the Bengals. Why'd we pick the Bengals? Because they're at home, and we didn't think they'd lose to the Browns. At, uh, there's lots of reasons why we picked the Bengals. So many! None of them showed up at home. They did not look um, inspired, but I'm not surprised. I, I think this team is sort of always played above its ability. The uh, Bengals? The Bengals. The last... Three years, I think they've played above their ability. Last year, especially when everybody was talking about how much of a threat they were to the AFC, I didn't at all see it. Till the, when the playoffs hit and they lost to San Diego, that's when I knew. I said, we're going to play San Diego in the playoffs because they're going to go in and beat Cincinnati. It was like, for us, it was a foregone conclusion because yeah. we saw San Diego twice. We know how the good was. they were. Yeah. They beat us. So we knew that if a team could beat us, we knew that the Bengals were very beatable. They they're still pretty much the same thing, except for Geno Atkins is there to help on defense, but he doesn't, you know, I don't think he gets He's out a lot. He's, he's not on the not, line. That he's much. not he's not clearly not fully back, I think. No. Not back at all. He's 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 off very much so. Much much like uh the Cleveland Cavaliers are right now. I want to just say this to you real quick. What do you think of that? When does that get righted? Is it something to worry about? Or is it just because they're four games into the season, five games into the season, they'll be fine? They'll be all right. You're four games into a season. You get to play the Nuggets tonight, so you're going to get a win. Probably. So there's, I mean, they were, I don't know, I turned the game off because they are already up by like 16. So. You know, the Nuggets control LeBron, control, not control, but troll LeBron James all they want on Twitter. But I heard about that. I did. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're still the Denver Nuggets and he's still LeBron James. Doug has to pick his nose. Go ahead, Doug. Pick your nose. Pick your nose, Doug. Sorry. What's wrong, Doug? Does something smell? <laughs> Are you annoyed by something it's, that you're smelling? It, there's a weird smell. Yeah, it is. Poop and feet? It's a weird smell. It is mm. weird. Like something that. You're like, you're not sure if you should keep sniffing it to try and figure out which it's one like, is more Yeah, it's like the sore tooth of smells where you're just like, ugh, 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 Sorry, we're being foul. Anyway, the Bengals suck. You're talking about pooping on your feet. Phil Sims is a quarterback apologist. He apologizes for any young quarterback that has hope of looking like a star in this league because he knows. That when guys like Manning and Brady are gone, it's pretty much going to, in Breeze, because these guys are all getting old, that it's just going to be pretty much two. Your elite two quarterbacks. It's going to be Andrew Luck and Aaron Rodgers. That's that's who your elite quarterbacks are right now. I don't see anybody. Well, Breeze is 34. He's got four or five, six years in him. He's not going away Does anytime he, soon. Do you think? Why wouldn't he? Everyone I don't know why. Not, not everybody can play until they're 40. I'm about to tell you why. Not everybody can play until they're 40. Why, everyone can play until they're 38? You know, if he plays until he's 38, he's got four or five years in him. 
Well, it's technically four, but go ahead. Technically four. He just turned 34. It's a different type of deal. It's, it'll be four years. In four years, he'll be 38. Math is fun. Let's go. Yeah, I guess so. I guess they're not able to play longer like the other guys are. I guess they're... I don't I guess know. He, I, I guess Reese is prone with injury. Is Reese always hurt? Is Reese not playing all the time? I would does say Reese not have a starting more. streak? But does does Reese not start a lot? Is he, he not like part of that? He does. I say he gets hit a lot. Aaron and I feel Rogers? like I feel like that that Aaron Rodgers also gets hit a lot. Which quarterbacks are going to get hit a lot? Not every quarterback gets hit a lot. Manning doesn't get hit a lot. He did. He's thirty eight now, and he's, we're still bitching <laughs> about the line. But we know that he gets sacked once a game, and if he gets hit three times, we're thinking our offensive line is in total catastrophe when it only has to do with the running game. But other things, like this is this league is pretty much outside of like Russell winning Russell Wilson winning a Super Bowl. This this league is dominated by older quarterbacks. Even Flacco's thirty two now. God, is he that old already? Right, shit's unchanged. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Doug? Yeah. Let the heat out. Pigs? Yeah, go ahead. Pick them. Pick your uh, nose. Bills. Cheese Bills. Whoa, I'm just jumping right in. Cheese Bills. Bills. Titans, Ravens. Titans, Ravens. What? Ravens. Titans at Ravens. I have to, like, stall so I can go to my where I really picked them. Ravens, okay. Cool. We went to different sites. Cowboys at Jaguars. The boys. Robo is probable. I am not confident within that team on the road. This is going to be my upset. I'm going to take the Jags in their pass rush. And they're pretty steady defense beating a Cowboys team that seems like they're not there. I could be wrong. It could be 21-point win by Cowboys here, but I'm going with the upset shit. Dolphins, Lions. Dolphins. Dolphins. 49ers, Saints. Saints. This is what I want to talk about. Saints. Let's this stop and talk. Let's chit-chat. This game <laughs> is probably the most important game this week. Because whoever loses this game... Is probably not going to the playoffs. Probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, the Niners are already in a very precarious position to start going to the playoffs. The Saints are as well because that shit is so wide open... And the wild card is not going to come from that division. Neither of no. them are going to. So um, it's it's to that point. The, the winner of this game has a shot at the playoffs. Still, the loser has a very slim chance. Huge game. I gotta take the Saints at home because even though they might be getting stuff back, which I don't think they're getting everything back at all mm-hmm. as far as the Niners go, um, they're gonna have to take some time to gel. And the longer it takes, it's not gonna happen. This might not be their year to go to the playoffs. Um, and they're gonna lose this game to the Saints at home. Saints are gonna put up points. I, I just I think the 34 year old Drew Brees, who's old and not gonna be around too long, is 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 gonna beat this San Francisco team. Yeah, I don't. The Niners just haven't really played. They've maybe had one or two games where they played well, but I haven't seen them play a complete game in the first place. The team is, I think the team knows Harbaugh is gone, and I think what ha- what ends up happening a lot of times is that that lame duck feeling with the coach rubs off on the players, and the players half of them go, 
probably not going to be here next year because the coach that comes in might not like me. So shit's going to change. Shit's going to change. <laughs> not everybody there is secure feeling that they know they're even the quarterback. I mean, the new head coach might not like Colin Kaepernick, no matter how much Jim Harbaugh likes him. I mean, that not, might be the case. It can go all the way up to the quarterback, especially a young quarterback like Kaepernick, who's not really shining like the star they everybody made him out to be when he took over the job in the first place from Alex Smith. Because everybody kind of thought this guy was the next, was the second coming. It was going to be like, he's going to be the next one of the elites, and... They want to crown his ass. The improvements have not been there. No, he is not really. There's glimpses. He is, he is always he is always having like moments where you're going, all right, dude. I think this is like about the time where you should have like figured some of this shit out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now there's and then occasionally he'll like have this great play where you're like, yes, do more of that. Do that. Do that shit. Do more of that. He doesn't do it. At the same time, I feel like the Saints. I don't feel like they have great weapons when Jimmy Graham is hurt. He gets soft when he's hurt, it looks like, to me. seems like every time that dude gets hurt, he starts to play a little soft. He doesn't run his routes like he's enthusiastic about it. It's like when the guy's healthy, he's fine. But when the dude's hurting, no matter what's hurting on his body, it always seems like he disappears from the game. So, I don't know. Personally... I mean, they're hurt on they're hurting their running back core, but Mark Ingram's had a good couple of couple of weeks. He's on pace for a thousand. He's he's doing very well. Um, I think that they benefit from not having a running back by committee. They continue to always do that every year. Have three headed monsters. I don't agree with that, but um, I think get a guy going and get him going, and then maybe spell him on third down occasionally if you have a guy who's better at pass catching. Yeah, you've established that. You think the old school factor in it. Yes, you do. But, uh, yeah, I, Saints at home, they're pretty unbeatable, and I think the Niners are very beatable, very injured. Uh, injured. Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's done. I, I think like when, when, when you talk about Drew Brees struggling with uh, – getting the ball to Graham or Graham's certain injured and not running the same routes or whatever their problem is. Um, it's undeniable that their offense has been kind of directed towards Joey Graham in the last few years, but it's also undeniable that they were able to direct their offense in different ways before Joey Graham even, sh- or, uh, uh, Graham even showed up in New Orleans. So I, I still have faith in Sean Payton, Drew Brees, people you sold me on, that will be able to put together a game plan to move that ball on those guys. Like, not just looking for Graham. Hitting on the shit. Steelers, Jets. Uh, Steelers, yeah. That's, that's gotta be. Falcons, Bucks. Falcons, the Bucks are terrible. This was my coin flip. Really? I flipped it, and uh, Katarina called... I said, just say heads or tails. <laughs> she just said, she said heads, and it was tails. And so I got the Falcons as well. Uh, Broncos Raiders. Let's just go ahead and talk about this one right now. Really? What if the Broncos lose? I'm just okay. No, that's fair. I like that. Let's do that instead. What if the Broncos lose? How would that? What would that look like instead? How what would have had that? to? What would have to happen for the Broncos? Well, a hellmouth would have to open up. In the the plane the would probably have crashed before it got to Oakland. Bane would have blown up most of the stadium before the game. 
I'll think just realistically. Let's be I more mean, realistic. But I mean, like, everybody what, gets what hurt if, on what the first if play of the some game. Strange, whatever the opposite of a miracle is. The Raiders pull their heads out of their what is it? Realistically, realistically, and... what it would be would be the Broncos' defense slacking because they think they're just going to walk in there and beat them. First of all, it's not the first time the Broncos have been it, hung by overconfidence. Oh wow! Someone was listening to somebody. Yeah, it's like he's been on a sports podcast. Um, but the okay. the defense the defense would have to walk in and play with no intensity. I think zero intensity. Um, Which after getting shown up and getting their ass kicked up and down a goddamn field last week, you would imagine is a very small. Which is about as same I think as same. I think you have the same chance as the plane crashing before it gets to Oakland. Yeah, um, and they're already there, so that didn't happen. So there that is. Um, I'll wait till the kids done singing the national anthem. It's one of those kids wars. they kidnap. Yeah, dude. Anyway, Oakland's a scary um, place. Peyton Manning gets hurt because I think seriously Peyton Manning would have to get hurt. Uh, I don't see anybody. Khalil Mack is trying to practice a fun little dance for when he sacks Peyton Manning. I don't think he realizes how often Peyton Manning gets sacked. Um, and I don't Rarely, think he's going to be the... No, it's hard for him to realize that because they don't get internet at their facilities <laughs> so in Oakland. They, they well, probably are still it, watching it, still photos for film. It, hold on, they now, get, hold on, hold no, on. They got videotapes. They're using microfiche. It takes a while for their gifts to load on Angel Fire with their 56K modems. That I'll give you. They're you're still using Netscape. They're, they're they're still using those AOL discs, but uh, but um, it'd be a lot quicker if hours worries with their rotary phones. <laughs> no, I I seriously think first of all Peyton Manning would have to get hurt. He, that would, he would, and then other things would have to fall. And through the, the other thing, the other good. thing would be also that the running game is completely ineffective. Um, so to be honest with you, as long as there's a healthy Peyton Manning. Yep. We don't lose the game, period. I think that that has to be... Those have to be all three contributing factors. I don't think the defense shows doesn't show up. And obviously calling an injury is stupid. So, I mean... We'll just because I think Brock... Forget o- that, that happens. I think Brock Osweiler could still beat them if the... Is that our backup QB? Yes. I think Brock Osweiler... Brock Osweiler? Yeah, see, he doesn't even that's have a starting quarterback name That's an unfortunate He has a good... First name for a quarterback, Brock. That's, a good, like, that's a good football player like name. Brock American or something. Osweiler, he should have changed it before he got into the NFL. Like, changed his to like awesome or something. Brock awesome. Dude, there's yeah. plenty of guys with names that aren't awesome. <laughs> Who changes his name. He's 6'9", too. That's the other part. He's a 6'9 quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's really... He just throws it over everyone's heads. Well, I mean, they do that we anyway. Don't, we you know don't know, know if he does. But I was going to say, typically, that's where you put it. You don't want it to throw it at people's backs at the line. That was just play match. Or at all. Uh, I think oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about the... The Broncos losing this game is just not an option. I, we, if we lose this game, everything changes conversation-wise. Uh, we, we don't lose this game, though. Um, I'm not... We lose this game. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't talk about the Broncos as being... Uh, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl contenders anymore. Yeah. Wait, it's di- I will. I will seriously say. We well, they're not contenders. The there's no way. If they lose to the Raiders this season, considering the Raiders Are can't even six, luck, zero and seven, eight, zero and eight, Jesus. can't even luck their way into a win. 
even when it gets close for them, they still end up being playing Raider football and fucking it up. So if you can't beat a team, that is easily the worst team in football. Tack it up. Giants, Seahawks. 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 Rams, Cardinals. Rams. Calling the upset. Taking the upset on the road. On the I'm road. taking Cardinals. Bears, Packers. Yeah, the Bears are a mess. I'm I, I just, I, I'm, I, I'm, I can't I'm, take the team that's a mess, and I, I, yeah. I got to stick with the hot team, man. I'm totally coming off a bye. Yeah, I'm totally done with. Uh, of course, the, the Bears defensive. are coming off a bye too. Yeah, but the defensive cutler and everything that's gone on, it's just, it's, it's not there. Whatever it was, was a total fallacy as far as the, uh, op- the um, preseason total conversations. Big totally old little cock. Uh, Eagles, yeah. Panthers. I'm taking Packers. Uh, Panthers at Eagles. Eagles. I gotta take the home team in this just because the Panthers the have been so the bad. They've been so inconsistent. Inconsistent taking, per quarter. I'm, that's that's been, what I think is the weirdest been, thing about. They've them. been so inconsistent per quarter that I'm taking Mark Sanchez to lead the <laughs> Eagles to beat the bag the Panthers. Um, that is that is. Not they've been so my, bad this year defensively. That I'm taking Mark Sanchez to beat yeah. them, and I'm benching them on my fantasy team. Yeah, and I have Sanchez starting that, in all my FanDuel leagues. I think that so. Sanchez is going to carve these motherfuckers up, and that is nuts. <laughs> that is intensity, intensity. Ask man. anybody if you just said that. A year Triple ago. A, a year ago, it was it was a completely different thing. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. Amazing. Amaze balls. Bring yeah. it back. I like it. We're, we're winding ball. down over here, ladies and gentlemen. Fast and maze balls? We are. Um, i got to ask you a fastball here as soon as our producer is ready with his phone. Well, if Doug wasn't playing on his book all the time. I don't want you to comment too much. Facebook? I don't want you to comment too much on what happened in the previous nine weeks. We're going into week ten. I want you to tell me what your thoughts are as far as what week ten and on is up for every football team. Obviously the Broncos. I want to know what you think of the Cowboys' success. I want to know what you think of the Cardinals' success. And not the Patriots. Where do you think the Chiefs are going to be at? And go through those teams. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to have to write shit down. No, no, no. Just, just go through the first two. Just give me, give me where the Broncos are going to be at. Give me where the Cowboys are going to be at. And where your thoughts and are. And every other team in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, there's 32. I'd say two. Broncos, Cowboys, Cards. One more. No, that's it. That, oh, that Broncos yeah. and Cowboys. Yeah, I can do Broncos and Cowboys. And the rest of the NFL. Okay, ready. To finish the season, well, the Broncos are coming off of their hardest part. So, Bronco fans, just so you know, that's the hardest part of their schedule. So, if anybody told me that that was how the season was going to end up, I, I I don't know if I'd have believed you if you'd have said we were 7-2, seven, we right? 6-2. Six 6-2, and two. Six and two, whatever it is. 7-2? and two? It'd have to be 7-2. 6-2. If we're going into week 10, it'd have to be 7-2. We're 6-2. and two. We've had our bye. We're going into week 10. We're about to play our ninth game. Your math's week not 10. adding up. 7-2. and two. Your math's not adding up. We're 6-2. and two. We're going into week 10. We've had our bye. It's pretty much math. I don't understand. We're 6 plus 2 is what? 8. 8. Plus a bye week is? 9. nine. Plus week 
one okay, that we're in now is 10. Shut the fuck up. Fuck up. Whoa. Your math is wrong. He said it's like the third time you said it this fucking episode. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, um, we have the easiest part of our schedule. It's going to be all by, or, uh, away games. Not all, but obviously. Five out of eight. Way, way more away games because everybody was so mad at us for having so many home games early as if that was the reason why we were winning games in the first place. That helps us with some teams. It doesn't help us with others. I mean, and it's it's just, really it's fun. You play the schedule, you play. And you know what? We're going to be a playoff team anyway. And I think everybody had us picking. I think I don't know anybody who didn't pick the Broncos to win this division. There may have been like those loose cannons out there who are like the Chiefs or the Chargers just because they want to be different because they don't want to sound like everybody else. But we all knew who the Broncos were going to go. They're going to be the number one or two seed, period. I believe they're going to be the number one seed. Not talking about the goddamn Patriots because the Patriots are going into a really hard... <laughs> Fuck you, I was mumbling for the first minute, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> the fucking Patriots are going into their hardest part. They're playing a whole bunch of playoff teams. They're playing a couple of them on the road. That's going to be the Colts... And the Packers. I don't think the Patriots are going to get the one seed. They're going to drop a couple more games. You can't just have a couple of bad games at the beginning of the season and go, oh, they're figuring it out. They're awesome now. Well, that's just because they looked so fucking awesome. Because they played awesome against an awesome team. So that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, middle of the season playing good isn't the same as playing good at the end of the season. You're going to have some games that you're not going to look that great on. And they have a whole bunch of teams that they could lose by not looking that great. Absolutely. A whole bunch. Cowboys... It's funny because they might suddenly start to do what they always do, which is become the Cowboys, and they might finish 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, <laughs> especially, especially if Tony Romo's back doesn't hold up like oh, it might Hallelujah, so, hallelujah fill the bones! <laughs> they might go 9-7, and seven, Gonzo. They might break the streak. Oh, that's okay. That's of their 8-8s. Eight oh, that man. would be an NFL record. In it case would. you don't know, there's been no team. That has gone as many, they're tied for the eight, yeah. eight and eight straights. So they get this one, they'll break the NFL record for being mediocre. And it mean like 48 years they will from be the, now. They'll, they'll be get the get mediocre dynasty. Seed. Well, 48 years from now, they'll get a number one seed. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> 48 years from now. In three seasons, they might have a 16 wins. If success stays at this rate. Divided by four. <laughs> Of Thank course, you. if we use whose whose math was this? Remember, somebody was one of the hosts from NFL Network was trying to say Sammy Watkins was on pace to beat a record for the team, and it was totally not even close. Yeah, we we looked at it and like, no, he's, he's not the Andre Reed. The uh, Andre Reed. Uh, he wasn't even. Was that the was that the Bills record? By the way, you looked it up. I, I know you looked up Andre Reed. I looked up Andre Reed's, but like for for Watkins to get to what Andre Reed's best was, he's going to have to play do way better, right? Do better in the second <laughs> half of the season, like by about twenty four percent. So that's he's going to have to increase his production with Kyle Orton at quarterback. Yeah, that's like that's like four hundred more yards with Kyle Orton at quarterback. Yeah, not happening. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about. His math is about as good as mine. I hey, we went to the same school, apparently. Math is a motherfucker. Big NASCAR fight. Tell me what that was about. Oh, we're going to talk about NASCAR real quick? I, there's awesome. two things to talk about NASCAR. I want to hear about the fight. What was up with the fight? The fight is what's... Well, you know, it comes down to this like whole playoff thing that they have nowadays. Because now it's like tensions are up. 
Before, it's like you hate a guy, you don't want him to win. But you were so far ahead, you knew that crashing him into a wall wouldn't really wreck his life. So, once again, I mean, a couple weeks before, we saw Tony Stewart going Tony Stewart and hitting people with his car again, which, you know... That was like two and a half off. months ago, three months ago. It was totally not two and a half months ago. Absolutely. It was seriously not two and a half months ago. Maybe like three weeks ago, though. You're right. Anyway, the pit crews are hilarious, I'll tell you that much, because Very true. the pit crews fighting is just, to me, it's like, I can see why the drivers are fighting. They're coming in direct contact with each other on the track. I can see why a guy would get out and be like, you hit me. Like... That's a fight. Wasn't like, there like 25 guys in this fight? It was a pretty big brawl. Bunch of and sissies the only, like trying to grab and pull helmets and which, what, jab. No, there were some punches thrown. There's definitely punches mm-hmm. thrown. I, I saw some punches thrown at it. But they're good old boys. They're going to throw some punches. They're going to get rowdy. But Was Kurt Busch involved in it? No, wasn't it Keselowski? I don't know. Kurt, Kurt Busch just is, is, had his wife file charges on him. For domestic violence. That doesn't shock me. Kurt Busch is a douchebag. Oh, well, apparently he slammed her head off the trailer a few times at the race in September. You mean a hillbilly got crazy and beat his wife? That was my next thing. Like, <laughs> a dude from the south flipped out and beat on a girl? Holy shit. They call that Thursdays. <laughs> for you... The day that I smashed you was the biggest. They day were of just life. mad that they that he did it on For the Saturday. That's what it was. Yeah. Apparently, well, she's going after his money, and he's got a lot of it because he's a redneck racing dude. So, well, yeah, they make a lot of money. Bank it, bank, dude, nuts. It's fun to be a racer, right, Doug? Yeah, making left turns all day long. Total bank. Speaking of money, Carson Palmer left, drive left and drive left again. Carson Palmer, three years, fifty million, mm-hmm. twenty million guaranteed. Extension. They got him on the cheap, huh? Uh, the way he's playing. Twenty million. Twenty million for three years, guaranteed. Uh, cheap enough, no doubt about that. Colorado Rockies open to trading Tulo and Cargo. I wanna, I wanna pull my dick out and go slap it off one of those fuckers' ears and be angry with them with angriest. Furious slaps with my you dick. You want to be angry at their, their Rockies or the I want to just, low and, t- and no, at the Rockies ears. At the Rockies again. Well, they're not men. They're just amoebas who own baseball teams and the rights to do what they want with them. And now they want to trade away our best players again, Doug. It's not like this is something that's happening right away or just all of a sudden. This is something that's happened since 1996. 20 fucking years. They trade all our good fucking players. It's not even a joke. We trade great players to get better players to trade those players. That's what we do. And now we're trading like the possibly top, you know, the the shortstop. Tulo's probably the best shortstop in the game. Uh, Cargo can play any position in the outfield. I put him at left field. He'd be the less best left fielder in the game. Gone. Hit with power. Hit for RBIs. Hit for average. Hit for everything. Both of them. Gone. Done with the Rockies more so than I ever was before. I mean, I, I, I didn't think I could get even more done with these fucks, dude. I, 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 actually, I actually more want them... done. I actually want them to be completely traded so that I can be completely done with the Rockies. I will no longer... 
I'm tired of being a Rockies fan because they don't want to. They don't want to keep any good talent. They bitch about not getting talent here. All they do is trade it away. All they do is go. I don't want to pay you that much, and then they trade it away. They try to throw dudes under the bus too. That's something that's happened lately. Man. Their general up. manager had to go. I suck at this job and fire himself. He's like, really? Yes. Yeah, he resigned. He's like, I'm so bad. I'll fire myself. Yeah, because they no, wouldn't do it. They he, reassigned him to a different thing and said, no, no, he's not really the general manager. Well, unofficially, he is no longer the general manager, but he's still the fucking general manager. 16 years. 16 years he was here. And it was like, clearly he should have been fired 10 years ago. And it just held on the whole time. Even with these guys coming in, it was just like a... And the, the crop... The crop before that, the crop before that was Matt Holiday and those guys that all left. That brought in the new guys that played with this new fucking team in the last fucking four or five years. It's fucking. It's so transparently obvious. I'll say the one only one good thing they ever did was new ownership was trade Ubaldo because he ended up turning out to be shitty, and we got cargo out of the deal. So, but who cares about that? We're about we to got trade. cargo out of the Matt Holiday deal. We got a cargo out of my holiday. Doug's holiday. doing his crazy thing, so we're gonna leave. <laughs> no dugout? Flash hoodies or Batman hoodies? Flash. What? Clown bodysuits or insane clown bodysuits? Because I'm already wearing a Batman shirt. Uh, I got this shit on blocked out. Belly tattoos or neck tattoos? Obviously, belly tattoos. Hatchet man's on your wrist. Or hatchet man's on your forehead, right between, like, right there. Like a swastika, like a hatchet swastika. With the X in the middle. You Nazi rap, rap criminal. You Nazi rap war criminal. That's evil people. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone 4 or... Do whatever doesn't sound like a fucking Disney fairy fucking farting. Disney fairy fucking Is that what that sounded like? Yeah, totes. Don't wash your glasses like that anymore, Doug. It's weird. You're seeing farting Disney characters. I was, I was trying to do Star Trek. Are you trying to do the Star Trek communicator? <laughs> now it just sounds like you're a heart man. No, I lost the beefs and the sweeps and the crepes. <laughs> Spaceballs. We ain't found shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls. Exactly. Oh, Dark Helmet, you're so uh, handsome. No, no, he goes, oh, your helmet is so big. <laughs> It's the same combination as my briefcase. Dude, no, you're not gonna take my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!